When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. Then why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As I mentioned in today's introduction, we have reached this third Sunday of Advent, a Sunday we refer to as Gaudate Sunday. Gaudate meaning rejoice. From Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, we, receive, we hear this. Rejoice in the Lord always. I shall say it again, rejoice. Joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Thus, it is a gift given to us by God. But too many times we think of joy, we confuse joy with the feeling of happiness or maybe contentment. But as in all things, our Christian understanding of the word joy goes much deeper than that. And so I went ahead and did a little research on my own to see what we as Christians think of, of joy. First, the source of joy is explained on a posting from Theophany.com. God's Holy Spirit produces joy. Joy is a product of Christ-likeness. When we seek God through his word in prayer, we will receive joy. And so in that quote, we see that the Holy Spirit is the deliverer of joy. He is the agent of joy. As in all, God, and as in all gifts that God gives us, it is given abundantly. But it is important to see the part that we play. Because after all, just as in all of God's gifts, we can put up barriers to receiving that gift, to unpacking that gift, 
and incorporated it into our hearts. So the part that we play is to seek God out in his word and in prayer. And in doing so, we will receive the gift of joy. Kay Warren described it in this way. Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. And the determined choice to praise God in every situation. I began by sharing with you from Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. This quote, this quote very much is in concert with St. Paul, who wrote that letter and who wrote those words, Rejoice in the Lord always. On the one hand, St. Paul was the most successful evangelizer in the early church, but he did not have an easy life. He was persecuted from all sides. He was arrested, stoned, shipwrecked, and eventually martyred for the faith. And yet he had joy. He had joy because he knew God was in control of all the details of his life. He could trust in God, knowing that ultimately he would be given that gift of eternal life. And so, even from prison, he could urge his followers to rejoice in the Lord always. In Christianity Today, I found this written. Do not be afraid, the angel tells the quaking shepherds. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. The church's angelic mission to the world is no different. Do not be afraid, we announce to a world shivering in the dark, for we bring good news of great joy for everyone. We know that story well. The angels come to announce the great news of the dawn of salvation, but they don't come to kings or queens or even the religious leaders, but they announce it to the most insignificant and poor people, the shepherds. They are the ones who first are, receive the good news of Jesus Christ. They are the ones that receive the good news that comes with it, joy that comes from God. And now we, as Jesus' modern-day disciples, we now take on that mission of the angels of announcing to the world the good news of Jesus Christ. I also read in Christianity Today, Christmas reminds us that God has come in the flesh to shoulder the planet's burdens. No matter how earnest we become, we cannot fix the world it has already been fixed, and that fixing will become manifest when Christ comes again. In the meantime, we really are given crucial work to do, to heal the socially sick, to raise the spiritually dead, among other jobs. 
It's an important reminder to us all to the extent that God decided to intervene in the mess that the human family had made. He sent the Son, the second person of the Trinity, to become one of us. So as to offer us the gift of eternal life, to conquer sin and death so that they no longer have the ultimate power over us. It is easy for us to look at our world and lament that it is truly broken. But we, but what we're doing is we are ignoring what Jesus has already done for us, what Jesus offers us, that gift of eternal life. So how important is it for us as Christians to have joy? I now quote Pope Francis. Without joy, that person is not a true believer. It is not cold doctrine that gives joy, but rather faith and hope to meet Jesus. And it is a sad believer who cannot rejoice. Those are powerful words from the Pope, but they are so true. The theological virtues of faith and hope are needed to meet Jesus, to recognize him, and to welcome him into our lives. And that spurs the virtue of love, given to us by a God who is love, who wants us to be present in his family so much so that his son became one of us, died for us, and was raised from the dead. A God who wants us so much that he sent his spirit, the third person of the Trinity, to dwell in the hearts of all the baptized. It is in loving our God and sharing his love with our neighbor that we condition our heart to receive the great gift of joy from God's Holy Spirit, enabling us to echo St. Paul's words. Rejoice in the Lord always. I shall say it again, rejoice. Rejoice.